Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for mental health, love, and compassion. I'm really glad that you joined us again. Continuing on our love series, we're looking at how to be a good friend. Really difficult for something so simple, seemingly. So how can you? How can you get closer to friends? How can you make Hello, friends? Everyone. How can you repair a broken friendship? What makes friendship so darn difficult at times? This podcast is a recording of our live stream pod show Dr. on Christian friendship. Heim on so piano. enjoy. Welcome to our pod show for preventative mental health. And tonight's topic is... How do I be a good friend? How to be a good friend? Yeah. Are we still friends? It was my fault that we're late today, but are we still friends? Yes, we are. We're still friends. (laughs) We're still friends and we're here and we're so glad you could join us, old friends and new. I think this is going to be a really good topic today because it applies to all different age groups. Everybody. Everyone wants to get close to people um, and some of us are afraid to get closer to people. And I'm just thinking about my students who even have problems just... They say it's just really hard to even talk to someone. So I think it's we've got something for everyone today. Yeah, we do. Friendship is really important in a world that's becoming more and more isolative. Yeah, yeah. So, so. we're growing further apart from each other because of various things that are going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. So friendship's important. Yeah, so we're talking about that. What is friendship? We'll also be talking about how to get closer to your friends, how to go deeper with friendships, how to repair friendships that have been, you know, broken in some way. Um, so there's some of the questions we'll be looking at and um, yeah, we're going to be looking at them in terms of the seven love types because friendship is uh, one of the seven love types, the filial love. It yeah, is. It is. It is. Yeah. It's a good old Greek word and it means <laughs> friendship love. It means yeah. affection. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about all these things and we're going to do something a little bit different today. So Christian actually has come up with these um, 12, I, I guess I'd call them aphorisms. Um, or ideas about They're friendship. Just ideas, yeah. What? They're just ideas. They're just ideas. They're, They're just, just ideas. ideas. <laughs> They're just ideas about friendship. And um, they're really good and, and they're really meaningful and I want to share them with you. So we'll be talking about those as we go. Um, and there's going to be music at the end, but I'm going to start off straight away with one of those ideas, which is one real friend is worth so much more than 10,000 likes. Uh, Yeah, and I suppose this gets to the crux of one of the problems of today. We are all glued to a screen. We all have vested interests in the screen and the dopamine hits that we get from the screen are actually keeping us away from each other. So looking at friendship in terms of likes, I know there's no comparison. (laughs) But the thing is that we are giving up our friendship love likes yeah okay but we and and yeah well we're going to talk about that okay Okay, so so let's just get straight into the first question of course which is how can you be a good friend okay how to be a good friend how how do you be a good friend let's have a look at that well i thought we answered this last week okay yeah when we talked about dogs that's right be more like a dog (laughs) (laughs) you gotta be like a dog i'm glad to see you wag your tail okay look as though you're joyful with this person be there for them wait for them spend some time okay and i I know it sounds a bit silly all right but there is a sense of that to be a good friend, you've actually got to be there, you've got to spend time, you've got to be happy with that person, mm, mm, right? Mm. So uh, one way to actually get good friends is to be a good friend. Yeah. The difficulty is that we all wear such social masks we and we're, we're all so careful with each other because we don't want to hurt each other, we don't want to get it wrong. Mm, and again, mm. what I'm doing is drawing away from mm, you, which mm. means that the bridge to friendship becomes so much harder to cross. Yeah. So this is where the vulnerability comes in. Yeah, we have does, to be willing yeah. to take off that social mask. Yeah, and take the risk. And take the risk. Yeah. And saying, hey, is there anything that you want? Is there anything that you need? Yeah. Or we just do what children do. Will you be my friend? <laughs> you can actually ask that. Will you be my friend? <clears throat> but I guess it's sort of... Yeah, it, the, the vulnerability is so very important because we've all built these hard shells around us to protect our own hood. Let's yeah. talk about that. was a bit of a later question that later I had question, coming okay. up for you. But why are, are people afraid to go deeper in friendship? I mean, they'll, they'll have this, oh, yeah, and I'll talk to you about this and I'll talk to you about these surface things. And yet we all crave, I believe, that, that depth of friendship. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, let's first look at what a friendship is. Yeah. And then we'll get back to why people are afraid 
Okay, of, of so friendship. what is friendship? Philia. Okay, philia love. Yeah. Philia love from the Greek meaning friendship love mm. or affection. So uh, Philadelphia mm. is the city of brotherly affection, mm. right? Uh, hydrophilic, a scientific term, means I like water. Mm. Uh, a francophile, a cultural term, means I like anything French. Mm. And so when you get this word phil, it, it means like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, but it's a bit more than just I like something uh, like epithumia love, which mm. is something that we talk about, is I like chocolate, sex, movies, music. It's anything inanimate. Okay, yeah. You've got a desire towards it. But when it comes to a person, all right, now this is affection, all right, you're mm. actually engaging in that process of my limbic system getting involved with your mm. limbic system, getting in tune with your feelings, mm. you getting in tune with my feelings, just to a degree that we feel comfortable with. Oh, I love that idea of attunement because that's a musical term. It, it is a musical term. Yeah. So, so limbic resonance mm -hmm. or limbic attunement, attunement uh, science hasn't quite decided which mm. term it's going to use, but they all have musical overtones. They do, they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So philia friendship, can you talk to me a little bit more about what that means? So in terms of the seven love types, okay? Because it's just one of them. And we can often get philia love mixed up with other loves, can't we? Uh, we like, can. Particularly eros love. Okay. And we have talked about this before, but I think it's really worth bringing up again. All right, so, so uh, getting friendship mixed up with a romantic relationship yeah. is there's always that question, can you just have a friend of somebody who's the opposite sex, mm -hmm. all right? And it's not a straight yes or no answer, mm. all right? Uh, the thing about friendship is, a pure friendship, is it's a non-romantic relationship. It's mm. a non-sexual relationship, mm. okay? It's a bit purer, if you like, yeah. all right? However, it's not that straightforward mm. either. I've just forgotten what I was gonna say about uh, filial friendship. Um, okay, yes, yes. The, the advantage of filial friendship is it's the most chosen love that we have, mm. right? So let's say, uh, you as my love partner, uh, there were so many other energies going on mm. uh, aside from just friendship love. Mm, in mm. fact, the predominant one was the sexual attraction, the romantic yeah. love, okay? Yeah. But friendship is a big part of our relationship as yeah. well, yeah. right? Now, when you make a pure friend, uh, there are no kinship ties. So in other words, uh, people say, uh, you can't choose your relatives, but you can choose your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and they say that with disdain, oh my gosh, I've got this brother that I don't get on with, or yeah, there's this yeah. aunt that's just frigging annoying, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and the thing about friendship, and this is what makes it a, an ideal sort of a love, mm -hmm. is that it is chosen, mm -hmm. right? At any time, a friendship can break up, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And that gives it actually some freedom. That's actually quite good, mm. okay? What, for it to break up? No, no, not for it to break up, but that it can. <laughs> Oh, that it can break up. Yeah, because well, it's why not... Why does it give it... Oh, because it's not, I'm attached to you, I'm well, your well, love partner. That's right, that's yeah, right. I, I've I, made that commitment to you. I have more expectations of you and my yeah. family members mm. than I do of my acquaintances and friends. True, right? true, yeah. Uh, and part of the reason is I can do without them. Mm. And I know that sounds a little sad, but it gives it freedom, right? Yeah. It gives it freedom that other love types don't have. Yeah, but I have still met people that say that my friends are my family. I, I mean, I've, I've seen this even in my students. These, yes. these are my family. Yes. because, um, And some of them, you know, uh, and, and people in the world have come from displaced families, yeah. um, families that aren't um, available to them anymore for whatever reason. And therefore, the, their friends become their family and they yes. are really, really reliant on that friendship. Yes, but the reason that they are reliant on that friendship is because you know what, the family didn't go too well. Yeah. All right? Or when somebody breaks up from a, a love partnership mm. or a long-term relationship, they look to their friends for support. Mm. And in divorcing couples, there's often this, this battlefield as to who's going to be a friend. Oh, you're going to be on her side or you're on yeah, his yeah, side. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because you need to express your love with your friends at that stage. You need support because you've just gone through this devastating experience. Yeah. 
So yeah. friends become more important. Yeah, so friends are kind of like the scaffolding of life at that time, you know. Well, they are always anyway. And, and friendship becomes that when family isn't. Yeah, and this is what's happened, what I was talking about, yeah. And, yeah, okay. and family, because of all the expectations and the close mm -hmm. ties, all right, there's an expectation that you will accept me the way that I am. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. fine, that's part of being a family. <laughs> Do it, but yeah. it puts a lot of pressure on. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that actually leads me to one of your um, ideas, which is a real friend listens to understand your point of view, even when it conflicts with their own. Yeah. 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 Okay, so, so here's another um, advantage about friendships, mm. right? You don't have to spend 24-7 with a friend, Yeah. all right? As you do with a love, love partner and as you do with uh, friends and family, yeah. uh, uh, with family, sorry. Yeah. Okay. It means that if you have, let's say, a, a sharp division, let's say a religious division, mm. you're on either side of yeah, the yeah. religious debate, okay? You just don't have to talk about it. So you can agree to disagree. You can yeah. agree to disagree. Yeah. I know you. In fact, you even feel good that you have a friend that's on the other side yeah. of yeah. a debate. You sort of say, hey, that's that's, <laughs> that's my good Christian friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah we, we disagree, but that's all right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or in the, in the gender debate or in the sexual expression or even friendship can... Train, uh, uh, can cross over generations, mm -hmm. right? An eight-year-old can have a 78-year-old as a friend. Isn't that lovely? That's so delightful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and often neighbors befriend people who are, you know, just children and they, they do just friend sort of things mm -hmm. like play a game of chess or mm -hmm. something like that, mm -hmm. something that unites them mm -hmm. and they just feel good about each other mm -hmm. and it's nothing more than that. It is just a friendship. Okay. And yep. because of safety issues, all right, we, we get into a society yeah, that, that works against those sort of I friendships. I know, it's true. Okay, mm. and that's why it's so important still to nurture that filial friendship. And the other thing about being, you're not with a, a, a friend 24-7, so they're, they're, they don't get on your nerves as much and right. their little habits and their everything. But we actually got a bit off topic there. We no, were no, talking no. about, yeah, okay. Yeah, before you get back on topic, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, because we've got to go there, but yeah. another advantage of the friendship um, relationship is there's actually more respect, right? Yeah. Now, I know we think that the more respect, the better, but respect can actually get in the way of getting close to people, mm, all right? It's true, actually. Okay, and in the book, yeah. I, I talk about this balance that you have to have between respect and passion yeah. in, a, in a romantic relationship. Mm, mm. Well, in family, all right, you know what? There's a bit less respect. It's true, and taken for granted. Taken for granted, yeah. and that's the downside of less respect. But the upside of less respect is you're actually close. It's actually a privilege to be taken for granted. Yeah, right? there's not that extra degree of difference, isn't there, or well, distance. You, that's sorry. right. You, you yeah. don't have to handle each other with and kid gloves and be careful and say the and right thing that's right. and right. all of that kind of thing. And, and that's another reason why it's difficult for family because we don't walk on eggshells. We want to let ourselves be yeah, out there. Yeah. And this can sort of tread on each other's toes. Yeah, yeah. With a friend, you may tread on their toes, yeah. but you do it very carefully. You do. <laughs> True. Tread on um, your friend's toes carefully. From my perspective, <laughs> or you put in all of these qualifiers, That's right. you know, just to just to safeguard your, your friendship, really. That's right. You know, and, and yourself. And yeah. you don't use these qualifiers in a romantic relationship or a family no, it's as true. much. It's because true. hey, you know me, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to put up a mask to you, okay? No. Uh, no. And and if if you're too respectful, it's sort of like well. Could you please get over it and just mm. be here with me, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. So, so there's that balance. Okay, we will talk about deeper friendships that actually take that mask off in a little while, but you, we're going back to what I actually said. Well, yes, yes, you want to get back on track, whereas <laughs> I still want to derail, okay? You do! So. <laughs> Stop it! Okay, so the <laughs> the question was actually when we get up the different love types mixed yes. up. So there's seven different love types. Yeah. And we're talking about eros and philia. So eros is, rom is um, love, is romantic love. Yes. And philia. And when they get mixed up and we've got that new friends with benefits yes. um, in our society at the moment so you're in a friendship and um, th there's a lot of things that there's fuzzy lines now there's so many fuzzy lines yeah. and um, yeah what do we do about that can we can we use okay yeah, so this is actually one of the reasons that I wrote the book seven love types yeah. because if we just talk about love or affection all right uh, we can 
get ourselves in trouble and not yeah. be quite sure. Whereas if you have words, the more words that we have, the better, mm -hmm. to articulate the differences. Yeah, right? yeah. So to say, look, this is a friendship, mm -hmm. okay? Or I thought this was going to be a romance, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Or could we keep the friendship part and the romance part separate? So just communicate it and make it really clear and put those boundaries up, yeah. Well, oh, well it doesn't have to be boundaries. Well, communicating is a is an act of affection, all right? You will oh, only absolutely. talk to yeah. somebody if you care about them. That's right. And, 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 and reveal more of yourself and, and say, okay, yourself. this is right. really important to me. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so part of the seven loves is to give a vocabulary so that we can actually talk about these things mm. because mm. a friendship can be strong, mm. all right? And so uh, let, let's say guys, they can have a strong friendship attraction and then somebody goes, oh my gosh, um, maybe I'm homosexual. Mm -hmm. So there's a homophobic element that comes yes. in that quietens down the friendship, right? Yeah. Whereas if we had the words to sort of say, well, I just like this guy as a friend, yeah. right? Uh, and, and words like bromance actually don't <laughs> help, all right? Okay, yeah. Because it's, it's giving the implication that if you like another guy, it must be sexual. Yeah. Now, the thing is that for some people it will be sexual. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. a different relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, okay? absolutely. But guys have to be free to just be friends. Yeah, that's right, right yeah. And yeah. women too. And course. women? Yeah, so it's, it's really important. That's why this yeah. language is so important. Yeah. Um, because if you know the seven different love types, you can say, okay, this is a friendship love. This is um, a romance love, or, or let's talk about this. And That's then, right. of course, you're going to have one person that may, may be thinking it's more and the other one not. But again, it's, it, you can actually go deeper in the friendship if you talk about these. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. However, there is a downside to friendships. Right? What's that? Well, a lot of friendships are really quite fragile. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's the hurt we're talking about. Uh, well, that's, that's a hurt that we're talking about, and that's when we're in the area of an acquaintance rather than a friend, okay? So I've had people say to me in my office, oh, I couldn't say that to him. Oh, yeah. If you say the wrong word, you'll lose the friendship. Yeah, yeah. I thought, whoa, <laughs> one, word, one wrong word and you'll lose the friendship? Yeah. That's yeah. really harsh. Yeah. That's really fragile. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes things are fragile, but you just go, okay, I'll drop my mask a little bit, hope that the other person drops their mask a little bit, they drop their mask a little bit, you drop a, your mask a little bit, and you'll get to a point where one person will feel uncomfortable going any further. Mm. The nice thing about the friendship is you go, okay, that's the level of our friendship. Mm. Mm. And because I am who I am, I tend to be the person that goes, let's go a bit deeper. And no, go, no, 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 you no, don't, no, no, you don't, you go, boom. <laughs> that's actually what Christian does. Okay, tell me the deepest thing about you that you're, you're thinking about at the moment, that you're working on, and you'd go right deep, straight away. Look, you're going a little bit red. <laughs> yes. I never get to embarrass Christian. I'm Why so excited. Oh, oh, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but he does, he goes, whoop. She's making this up. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know, what do you think? He looks a little bit red. <laughs> okay, but you you have to have this feeling out process, yeah, yeah. all right, or else you will lose uh, the the friendship that you That's have, true. all right. That's true. And then there's that moment where you go deeper, and then the other person doesn't. Yeah, that's and right. And that kind of hurts because then you feel really exposed, don't you? Okay, so this is one thing that I encourage people to do, including myself, mm -hmm. is rather than get hurt about it, just sort of say, okay, we've we've reached a kind of a level, mm. and then. If the other person wants to go deeper, you sort of say, okay, I'll stay here until you show me that you want to go a bit deeper. Yeah, great. And so then yeah. you wait and then sometimes it's happened. Somebody's gone, yeah. oh, I, I actually wanted to go a bit deeper, Christian, but not as quickly as you did. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so we'll go a bit slower. Yeah. All right, but we'll yeah. we'll go there. Is that called equalizing? Is that, am I right with equalizing. that? Equalizing. Yeah, it is. This is, this is, is another yeah. uh, advantage about friendships and yeah. another... Okay, so this gets in the way of friendships. Um, and I don't want to talk about guy relationships too much because girl relationships do the same thing, yeah. okay? The essence of a friendship is a feeling of equality, all right? Nice. It's yeah. a great feeling it to is. feel that this person is my equal. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean you've got to earn the same amount of money, be just as popular. You can be unequal in a whole range of mm -hmm. things, as we are in life. Mm. But as far as worth of a human being... Yeah. There's that feeling of, you know what, you and me, we're equal worth. Yeah. And that's what you can have in friendship. Yeah. So this gets me to something that gets in the way of friendships. Mm. Uh, 
social dominance hierarchies. Yeah, okay. Well, that's a good... Uh, before you go into that, I'm just going to say one of your ideas on that, which is a real friend isn't around for your influence, your money, your looks or your popularity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And the thing is that we live in a get-ahead world, mm -hmm. get as much out of this society yeah. as you can. Yeah. So we actually make friends, and I'm putting that in inverted yeah. commas because it's not real friends, who can help us yeah. up the ladder, all yeah. right? Yeah. And if you're the friend uh, being used, mm. it doesn't feel good. And this is where social media is such a problem in that way because how many likes, oh, but is it a real like? And is that a real friend? And is yeah. that comment yeah. really genuine? Yeah. Or are they just doing it to then get your response so that then they get more comments? And more? It just, it's so confusing. It's so difficult to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult to, to navigate. And that's why you actually, okay, so celebrities, mm. um, they have it really tough because yeah. they don't know if they've got any real friends. Yeah, yeah. All right, because yeah. they have money, they have popularity, mm. they have influence, yeah. and there are people who want to be around them mm. just for that. Yeah. So what I'm hoping celebrities do is that they go back in time yeah. to people that were their friends mm. before anything Yeah came their way that was successful. Yeah. And somebody that they knew, hey, that person was going to be my friend if I became successful or yeah. not. And yeah. celebrities, I'd encourage you to do that. Oh, yeah, all the celebrities <laughs> that are watching this. Yeah, so many. I mean, really. Because you've got to know if you've got a friend. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to know if you've got a friend. That's true. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. So, a lot of people want to get closer to friends, but they actually don't know how, okay? Yeah. You talked a little bit about equalizing, about going a little bit deeper when they do, or sharing something a bit. That's, that's a scary thing to do. But is there any way to use the seven love types um, to get closer? Because it's a, there, there, there's some other ways in, in some of the other love types, surely, yes. of how you, because in a friendship, in a, in, in a love partnership, all those seven uh, love types are active, and so they obviously are in friendship, or well, yep. some of them are anyway. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll talk a little bit about the the seven love types. Yeah. Okay. But before that, I'll talk about what derails friendships and what gets in the way. Okay. And in a way, let's get out. Let's get out the what not to do first. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what not to do. Okay. <laughs> and, and this this happens in male female relationships and uh, male and female in in, in all in, friendships. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dominance hierarchies. Oh, I'm yeah. better than you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And you can tell I wanted to talk about this. Okay. Yes, because I can. You brought it back again. I yeah, did. Yeah, I, brought yeah. it, I brought it back that, because yeah. it gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah. People feeling that they have to big note themselves. Yeah. Or to put themselves just above the other person. Or I'm, to impress the other person. Or to impress the other yeah. person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or to anyway give that feeling that you know what I'm worth a bit more than you are. Oh. Whoa, that's a horrible Ooh, feeling. Ouch. Horrible yeah. feeling. Oh. Don't yeah. do that, all right, yeah. because you won't make a friend. You will make a rival. You may get some sparring. You may even get some friendly competition, but you won't get a friend. Well, and it's not only, so it's things like I'm more attractive than you, I'm funnier than you, I'm more intelligent than you. It's all of these things. And sometimes it's just below the surface. It's your personality. And That's you right. just, you know. That's right. Um, because, yeah, I mean... <laughs> If, if you, you're taught to impress other people, and then you, you're going to do that with friendship too. Yeah. 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 And, if you, and it if puts you, people off. It, it, yeah. it can put people off. Yeah. Okay. Now, things are different culturally too. Okay. Yeah, course, You've got to know yeah. how things are done in Canada, yeah, yeah, the yeah. USA, the South, yeah. the UK, or well, whatever. Okay. Yeah. But generally speaking, if we try to big note ourselves, we're only going to put the person off. Yeah. So one thing to do mm -hmm. to find friendships is to equalize hmm. okay so if somebody's going through a hard time to sort of go hey i, I i've been there too yeah okay yeah. really you yeah 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 that's happened to me or, right. or if you haven't been there um something else that's happened to you and that was really hard too yes yeah, and share that yeah yes yeah. yes that's right so that becomes equalizing but Got to be careful with that because you're inviting somebody to become more vulnerable because you've just made yourself more vulnerable. Mm. So you've got to be sort of saying, okay, am I just being a bit too open for this person here? Yeah. Maybe I've just got to just be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so that's what needs to get out of the way. And, and women do it as much as men do. Okay. We, we seem to think that dominance hierarchy is just a, a male thing. Mm. But, you know, you, you look at women going to the parties and... <clears throat> yeah, I know. There's, there's a look around the room <laughs> and, and, and seeing if, you know, 
there's a more attractive female there or whatever it happens to be. I'm just being totally honest here. So, um, or whatever it happens to be, you know, or, oh, that's the in crowd. Okay, well, I'm going to move my way in there or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And because of these things, because our dominant hierarchies are based on things like looks, mm -hmm. intelligence, mm. popularity, mm. strength, mm. all right? Often people who are highly attractive or people who are highly intelligent mm. don't have many friends. Yeah, right? you found that in your practice, have you? Uh, well, when you, when you go through life and yeah. you mix with all these different people, yeah, yeah. all right, you, you find that often highly intelligent people mm. are quite alone because other people are intimidated, yeah. okay? Or highly attractive people, and this is what I found in my practice because mm. I've, I've worked with people who, who actually are celebrities mm -mm. and they sort of say, I'm, I'm all alone. I, yeah. I, I just don't have any friends. I don't yeah, have any people so in my hard. life. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard because they become intimidating to other people. And that's a really good example of how um, uh, we're talking about that, that friendship is protective against mental illness, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. friendship is hugely really protective, protective yeah. against mental illness. Why? Uh, and friendships are hard to come by, a true friendship, all right? Mm. So I, I do encourage people to take care of their friendships, mm. right? Mm. And uh, during this COVID time, during this time of yeah. economic upheaval, to make phone calls to people who used to be friends, all mm -hmm. right, just to rekindle a bit of uh, contact, all right? Yeah, or contacting them through social media and saying, hey, do you want to have a call? Because it's always that that voice to voice that is much deepens the friendship, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Rather it than is. flesh and blood. Text to text, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, but you were asking about how uh, the seven love types can be yeah. used yeah. to enhance a friendship. Okay? Yeah. So the first thing, uh, what friendships really thrive on is a common interest. Mm. It's something okay. that you just do together and you both like together. So that's actually using epithumia love. Which is liking love. Which is liking chocolate, basketball, football, a board game, all right, and sort of saying, hey, do you want to go to this game with mm -hmm. me? Or, or, hey, shall we go out dancing, okay? Or shall we watch this show together or whatever. That's right, that's right, yeah. all of that, that, that commonality, okay? Or do you like dogs? I happen to like dogs, okay? <laughs> that becomes an area of commonality yeah, yeah. for anybody, but particularly for friendships. Yeah. So you get friendships like, um, okay, let's, let's take politicians, mm. all right? Uh, it may astound people to know that most politicians have a friend that's on the other side of politics. Yeah. All right. Because look at what you've got in common. <laughs> You're in the public eye. Yeah. You've got to be careful what you say. All right. You're passionate about some sort of cause. You're in government together. And even though there is that rivalry on the surface, people actually understand each other on other sides of politics if you're an actual politician yeah. because you share so much common ground. Okay, so that's how we can use epithumia, anything that you like. So spending time doing activities that you like together and just trying to work to find that common ground. Yes, yeah. yes. and the other thing that we can uh, use is uh, xenia. Mm -hmm. uh, so xenia is a love for strangers and hospitality. Hospitality, love. So yeah. just as strangers feel really good when you go out of your way to do something for them, mm. If it's uh, helping them with something that they've just dropped or giving them directions or um, inviting them over for a meal, mm. the same things work with friends, yeah. all right? That's how you feel that you've got a friend. Yeah. You feel that you've got a friend when somebody's actually going out to say, yeah, I'll be there to help you move. Yeah. Sure, I'm, I'm, I'm there for you for that. Yeah, that's really right. important. Actually, just because we haven't talked about Xenia very much, hospitality love, I just want to go and give you one really good example. I actually fell over when I was getting out of our car, my car the other day. And um, I, you know, scraped my legs and it was, it was a difficult moment, you know. And you've, you've, you've seen people fall over in public. And a stranger came up and, you know, helped me up and just stood there with me for a while until I got my breath and everything. And I just felt so taken care of. I just, that yeah. was such a good example of Xenia love, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, it, yeah. well, it, it's a very good example yeah. because in that moment, that total stranger became your friend. Yeah. Just just, yeah. just for a little moment yeah. and you've never seen them again. Yeah. But you sort of feel, oh my gosh, that felt really good. Yeah, and there was that eye contact and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the other thing about Xenia is respect is actually part of Xenia. Mm -hmm. And this is inbuilt into a friendship mm. where I don't feel the need to change a friend's beliefs 
or uh, political leanings or mm. anything like that. Okay, mm. you may have some sparring just for mm. fun, mm. but you kind of know that at the end of the day, you're going to do your thing. I'm going to do my thing, yeah. and that's respect. Yeah. Allowing somebody to be themselves, yeah. and that's part of Xenia love as well. It's part of love for strangers. And that's really stunning when you actually get to feel known by another person. That's such an important feeling, isn't it? Feeling yeah. known. Feeling known. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And the more that a friend is around, mm. the more they get to know you. Yeah. All right. And sometimes all that they have to do is nothing. Yeah, that's right. Just, just, just be to there. be there. Yeah, that's just to that's, be there. Yeah. And, yeah. and okay, so the other thing that helps is uh, agape love, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Another love type that we haven't uh, talked about, but agape love is a divine ideal of unconditional positive regard for another human being, mm. right? With time, agape enters every relationship. Mm. Sure, I, I will go out and I'll, I'll do the extra mile for it's you. It's going that extra mile for the friend. Yeah, that's so important in friendship. And well, yeah. that takes time. Yeah. Because the first thing that brings you together is common interest mm. and it's not too much effort. I just like being with you, yeah. okay? But you're not putting me out too much, yeah, right? Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of respect. But if we become friends for years and years, yeah. then, you know, when somebody goes through somebody hard, uh, something hard, the other says, I'll just be there for you. What, mm. what do you need me to do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you go, wow, this, this person is a friend yeah. because they're sharing a bit of agape love as part of the friendship. Love. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of us aren't even brought up to, to know to do that, just to say, okay, I'm just going to go that extra mile because perhaps we've been hurt so much ourselves. Um, but just to say, okay, oh, this is how I get deeper in my friendship, thinking about it from the other person's perspective, what can I do for them, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other problem is we're all so damn busy. I know, it is the bane of friendships, is busyness, it's true. Uh, of all relationships, it's yeah. busyness. You see, the internet and computer technology has done wonderful things for all of society. Yeah. It's just amazing what we can do, it is mind-blowing. But there are some unintended side effects. Yeah, I mean, well, you can you, you can get closer in your friendship through social media to a certain degree, but it's when we just overpower our world with perhaps all these likes too. They crowd out the real friendships sometimes. Yeah, let me go to brain chemicals on okay, this, yeah, right? Okay, yeah, great. Okay, because uh, let's cast your mind back to 50 years ago that... That's fine for us, but some people didn't <laughs> exist, all right, okay? But one thing that didn't exist was computer technology, yeah, yeah. right? And so the thing, well, it was just starting. Um, a friend or people became your major source of dopamine pleasure, yeah. all right? Uh, like to have visitors, oh boy, oh boy, yeah. let's play. We can yeah, get, yeah, we can get yeah. together and play. Yeah, yeah. And a, a person would supply your dopamine hits. Yeah. Now, the problem with screen technology, it is so good at giving us pleasure, giving yeah. us dopamine hits, that when you've got a friend, friends now get together and they just sort of thumb through their own texts yeah, together yeah, in the yeah, same yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. That's because they, their brains still want the dopamine hits. Mm. So now we actually need to make a decision to close the screen mm. and say, I'm going to be here with you because the screen gives us more dopamine than a person does. Wow. And that's really sad. That's really well, sad. But you're not getting your other brain chemicals, your serotonin and oxytocin, well, that's right. are you? That's right. From that screen. So you really okay. need that. Yeah. So let's go to another brain chemical, the ke brain chemical of oxytocin, yeah. which mediates love and trust. Mm. A wonderful, wonderful feeling. Mm. But it takes a bit of time to build up a relationship with somebody before yeah. you get that oxytocin release. Mm. Whereas dopamine, instant. Yeah, instant. yeah this is the instant, thing. So you know? you've got to invest time. That's right. So you yeah. have to invest into a relationship. Yeah. yeah. But that's going the extra mile, isn't it? That is going the extra really mile. Is. But the, the, the thing is that we would naturally do this 50 years ago mm. because we got all our dopamine hits mm. from people mm. then. Whereas now we have something that gives us more dopamine hits than people. Yeah. So it means that we consciously have to choose to go the extra mile with people. Okay, and here's one thing that might be going the extra mile, and it's a bit of a scary going the extra mile. Another um, idea that Christian wrote down, which is anyone can praise or sweet talk you, but it takes a friend to criticize you. Oh, it's a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. Yeah, but it's so true. It's so true. Yes. Uh, only if the friendship is not fragile. Okay, yeah, okay. So then you're going to put those caveats in. Yeah. Well, well, I, well, you have, I have to. to all yeah, right? you okay, have so, to. So, so I'm, like... going to get, I'm going to get to a very famous friendship. <laughs> yeah. Right? There was a famous friendship between Sigmund Freud, yeah. kind of uh, the founder of psychoanalytic psychiatry, yeah. Yeah. and his protege, 
Carl Gustav Jung, yes. right? Now, there was a 19-year difference between them, mm -hmm. okay? And they were good friends for mm -hmm. a long time, for many years, until Jung decided, you know what, Zygmunt, you're not right about this theory or that theory. Uh-huh, you're not, yeah, yeah. So, so in other words, criticism. he started to criticise him. And he started to formulate his own theories. Well, Freud just couldn't take it, okay? Oh, End of the friendship, there goes didn't the talk ego. again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so you wonder, was that a friendship? Yeah, you do, don't you? Okay. Or was it just a colleague, you know, that just... Well, or was it two egos stroking each other? Well, yeah, exactly. It sounds more like that. To feel good, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah. if you have a real friend okay you sort of go wow we really disagree on this don't we mm. yeah yeah in fact i think you blah 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 blah. Mm. okay I'm, I'm just going to listen to that i don't agree mm. with all that you're saying but i'll just take some of this on board because mm. i don't want to lose our friendship yeah that's right okay yeah. and just using those words i don't want to lose our friendship over this yeah just saying it's that. useful if, yeah if, really if useful. you can because all friendships are different right yeah okay Good. So we're going to talk about in our hope section hope. some practicals of how to actually get closer to friends. I hope that's what you're going to be talking I about. I hope so too. I hope so too. <laughs> but I actually want to talk about um, when you let a friend down. And we have all done that, okay? You let someone down or vice versa, a friend's let you down. How do you repair that? Um, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. It is tough yeah. because uh, it becomes a barrier. Our own hurt becomes a barrier, right? That's true. Okay, yeah. So from that from that way around, if someone's hurt you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And this is in a way what happens when anybody hurts you, right? Mm. Um, you see a side of them that mm. you didn't know about, that mm. you didn't anticipate, that you surely didn't put your hand up for. Yeah, okay? yeah. So in that moment, they become a Xenia stranger to you. Mm. Okay. Whoa, whoa, what's what's all this about? Yeah. I thought we were friends. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I have hit upon something that this person feels passionate about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or this person has decided to wound me. Mm. And our go to conclusion is they're being mean. All right. <laughs> they're nasty. I don't <laughs> like them anymore. Go away. Okay. But this is what I encourage people to do. And this is really difficult. Yeah. Okay. Because this is what I do myself and it's really difficult. Mm. That's a feeling state. That's your hurt talking mm -hmm. all right mm -hmm. so you you use your thinking brain your mm -hmm. frontal lobe to sort of go okay what led to this were they under time pressure was there something about the situation that we were yeah. in is there something about their personal values that yeah. i do not understand is it something about their upbringing that i do not understand mm -hmm. is it that they have a point and i have a blind spot yes all right? yes exactly and yeah. you don't know all mm -hmm. right but mm -hmm. if you actually list down the possibilities it helps to write it out but mm -hmm. if you even just go through it in your mind mm -hmm. rather than saying oh my friend is mean yeah. Well, no, no, there's a reason. Your friend doesn't want to be mean. So you have triggered something or you have walked into some area or they are standing up for something yeah. that you don't understand. Oh, that takes a lot to stand outside the situation, that, that's, especially. So yeah. that's the first yeah. thing. Okay. okay? Yeah. And, and look, I have friendships where I would like to do that, okay, mm -hmm. to do what I'm about to say now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the friendship can be a bit fragile. It's because, because yeah. yeah, because the best thing to do is to ask, all right? Yeah. Is to talk to the person. Yeah. Um, hey, um, I w felt really hurt by blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. Is there something in what you're saying that I just don't understand? Yeah. yeah. Or what did I do? Because you know what? Sometimes we do something <laughs> wrong. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But we all have blind spots. Yeah, we do. So we, do. we don't see what that hurt is. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it. <sighs> then we don't learn, yeah. right? And this is when you know you've got a real friend, when you can talk about really difficult things like that, mm. what happened, mm. okay? Mm. Uh, because then you learn mm. and then you go, oh, I didn't want to do that. And they go, well, I, I didn't really want to hurt you, yeah. right? Yeah. Because that's what's actually going on. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. the communication isn't there. So in other words, the words aren't there, which brings me back to the whole reason that I wrote the seven love types. So we have more words to be able to describe some of the other things that are going on. Yeah, yeah. And I actually think probably agape is involved in that too when you're trying to repair a friendship, isn't it? Because yes. maybe you're the first one. You've got to actually swallow your pride or whatever and you're the first one to send that text or, or um, 
just ask, hey, how are you doing? Or are we okay? Or whatever it happens yep. to be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Would that be agape? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. In fact, you talked about pride. Mm. Okay. That's one of the hardest things to get through. And that's one thing that can make friendship really difficult. If mm. somebody's got a lot of pride, okay, that actually means that they have a wall that they don't want you to cross. Yeah. Because if you start getting into what makes that person vulnerable, mm. all right, they're a bit afraid, mm. okay? Mm. So that takes a bit of respect, mm. all right? But then you're left sort of going, okay, I'm not getting through the pride here, but that means that our friendship's gonna stay on this level. Yeah. So in that case, leave the friendship on that level yeah. and wait for the other person to see if they're going to just deepen the friendship yeah. again, okay? But isn't it true? I, li I like it that you talk about different levels and you can have different levels of friendship yeah. with different friends because some people aren't willing to open up more or they've been hurt so much in the past. Um, and that's okay. That's okay too, you know, to keep yeah. some levels. And and isn't isn't it true that I mean, if you can just count one friend, one person that you can be your have your your mask down and be your true self with. Um, if you have one really deep true friend, you're doing really well. There you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, one. All right. Okay. And and what you'll find is you you can actually list the people in your life mm. according to closeness. This is the closest person to my life. Mm. Then we get to here, then we get to here, then we get to here. Then we go to this person that, you know what, I actually like them as a friend, mm. but they are very different from me in very different ways. So we're just not going to get close. So I will just accept that it's on this level mm. and I'll enjoy it on that level. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's right. It's hard. It is. It is hard. <laughs> <laughs> and some people count the amount of friends that they have and the numbers game comes into it and then they yeah. bolster who they really are by the more friends they have. But it really is about that one friendship, isn't it? Uh, yeah, some people go through life without friends. Yeah, and there's that too, isn't it? And that incredible loneliness. Yeah, yeah, but there are some people that can get through life and they have got 20 real friends. Yeah, okay. Okay. But I've got to say, you... you, you <laughs> it's you a listen, lot to manage. <laughs> well, well, yeah. So, so you listen to some clips of, of people on social media and they say, oh, yeah, I've got this friend, I've got this friend. Yeah. You sort of go, gosh, you've got a lot of friends, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good word to use, but we mean so many different things by we friend. We do, we okay. do. You can have uh, seven different types of friendship too. <laughs> it's almost like you can. No, but it's just uh, because we compare ourselves with others. Yeah. Okay, and that just happens naturally, by the way. But when you compare yourself with somebody else, mm. right, you can choose to be uh, humble mm. uh, when they're doing better or thankful when you're doing better. Mm. But the thing is, when you compare yourself with others, You've really got to ask the question, am I actually comparing myself with the reality? Mm. Does this person really have 20 good friends? Mm. Does this person really have 900 friends that yeah, really yeah, care yeah. about them? Yeah, okay? that's right, yeah. Um, and the that's, reality is... Yeah. Hmm. The, the, the other thing is that, well, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you either, but... Yes, you that, did. I did, actually. You did, yeah. Can yeah. I interrupt oh, you again? You love it. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. You like, like interrupting, like yeah, yeah. Yes, always, any opportunity I get. Um, <laughs> Now you've made me lose my train of thought oh. altogether. What were we talking about? You said, I do actually. No, 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 no. Before that, you were, uh, okay, so we were talking about um, uh, friends comparing. Uh, the amount the, of friends. The amount that, of friends. And yes. there's not really real friends. Yeah. And. Yeah, and they, and they, and they. Yeah, and that's another thing that uh, that's actually the dominance hierarchy thing. That's what it was. Right. That they'll use this. I'm going to impress you um, with. Oh yeah, and I was talking to such and such the other day, and it's actually going to make a friend back off more than anything because it's that person in front of you that wants to be valued. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and this is uh, a good word. It's ego states. Yeah. When we get in ego states, sort of, I'm just bolstering myself. Important. Yeah. I want to make myself feel good. Yeah. Uh, you may not be doing all that you need to to bolster the friendship yeah okay so and I am I am encouraging vulnerability all right mm, mm. but having said that not everybody can be vulnerable yeah. all right yeah. there is plenty of space in this world for people who sort of go you know what I need to keep my exterior and I'm keeping it and take me like that yeah and the answer is yeah that's fine yeah Okay, That's fine. yeah. And so um, another how to be a good friend idea that Christian has, and it's related to that, is um, a real friend stands by you even when others leave. Even yeah. when you're not likable. And, yeah. and, and, well, I know that I think that sometimes it's not likable, you know. And 
another friend will stand by you yeah. when, when that actually happens. Yeah. So one of the big secrets in life mm. is that all of us are unlikable somewhere. It's true. Okay. It's so true. And all of us are likable somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And all of us have something to contribute that nobody else does. Mm. All right. Mm. And it's beautiful for me when, uh, when I'm in my office with somebody working through things. Okay. Mm. Let's say we're working through a friendship. Okay. Yeah. And we're, we're sort of saying, well, okay. Oh, Sally just doesn't like me because this, this happened. Okay. Mm -hmm. I said, well, is that really what's happened? And they mm. sort of go, well, no, I'm just not a likable person. Oh, so and so, okay, so, so, so people vacillate between blaming everybody else mm, and mm. blaming themselves, mm. all right? And sometimes you've just got to unpack a situation and sort of say, let's just think about this and see what's happening. Mm. Because Sally is a person just like you. Mm. Sally is vulnerable just like <laughs> you are. So that means that Sally has the capacity to get hurt and she doesn't want to get hurt mm. just like you don't want to get yeah, hurt. Yeah. So we'll look at why Sally did this. Yeah. Okay. And then you might sort of go, oh, Sally is jealous of me because of this. Mm. Or Sally doesn't like this side of me. Mm. Okay, so then we actually come up with a strategy to equalize with Sally. Yeah. And sometimes you don't always have to tear people's masks down, become really yeah. vulnerable <laughs> and say, let's have a really real conversation. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just need a comment that's on the surface that yeah. touches something inside. So just something like, Sally, just want to let you know that I just really appreciate our friendship. Mm. Now. You may not talk about it, or Sally may not talk about it. And she, she might sort feel of thought, very uncomfortable. <laughs> Sally might think, oh, I thought our friendship was over. Oh, well, actually, I, I appreciate our friendship yeah, too. Yeah. Oh, good. You know, so yeah. all of a sudden the friendship's back on track yeah. with two little comments, all right? Yeah. So I don't want to leave the impression that we've got to communicate all of our feelings, <laughs> make ourselves totally vulnerable. Yes, all right? you love doing that, though. I don't know why you're not advocating for that. Well, I do, because, yeah. I, because I generally do. Yeah, because you that's, do. that's what happens that's a real in my world. office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's not the only not. way to live. No, okay? it isn't. And, and then you're... People aren't ready for that level of hurt then that sometimes comes in friendships. Well, well and, and also some people just don't think that's the way to live. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Yeah, they and, don't. And so that's fine. And that's absolutely fine. That's yeah, right. That's yeah, right. yeah. You brought up something about um, being a friend and, and where do you go with that. Um, I, and I think this ties in a little bit with agape again. But it, it, a few weeks ago we talked about self-compassion and how self-compassion was actually being a friend to yourself. Yes. Yeah. And so this is also another thing that, that works with friends, friendships, yes, surely. Yes. If you're a friend to yourself, and, and we're talking about being likable yourself, then you have more capacity to give to others. And then what would I like in a friendship? Well, I'm going to do that for another person. Yes. Yeah. So in the midst of those wonderful things that you just said, yeah. I'm going to talk about the brain pathways. Oh, great. All right, yeah. because uh, you talked about how self-compassion and compassion towards other people is like being a friend. Yeah. Okay. And compassion, as I've talked about elsewhere, uh, involves more of the frontal lobe, yeah. so more of our thinking center, yeah. as well as the limbic center, our yeah. feeling center. And one of the secrets to getting it right in psychiatry is to try to match up your thinking and your feeling. Yeah. Not an easy thing to yeah. do, and yeah. that's what we strive for in psychiatry a lot. Okay, so, so let's go to empathy, mm. which is not quite the same as compassion. It is mm. feeling with a person mm. without thinking, how can I be helpful to them? Okay. So empathy happens much more just in the limbic system, in mm. the feelings, including our pain centers. Mm. All right. So our closest relationships, so family and um, our love partners, mm. okay. Uh, and children. They, and children, yeah. yeah. Storge, uh, so that's family. Mm. Uh, they become, in a sense, problematic because they're the closest to our limbic system, mm. all right? They just affect our feelings yeah. straight away, yeah. all right? Whereas a friendship, which does have more respect and compassion, mm. and both respect and compassion are of the frontal lobe, mm. right? Mm. So you've got to think, okay, how can I be helpful to this person? Mm. You've got to think, how can I allow this person to be themselves, yeah. all right? So that is more of a friendship. Friendship, we actually think about our friendships more. What can I do, we do. to be a good friend? We do, we do use the frontal lobe a lot. Yeah, we do, and yeah. we calculate more. Yeah. I want to get it right. Mm. Okay, whereas, you know, to our mother, 
you know, we don't always want to get it right. We just blurt this out. And the mother goes, oh, thanks a lot for that. Yeah. <laughs> but we kind of expect that. I believe you did that. that to me. Yeah. 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 Or same with our love partners. And the, because the love's always guaranteed there, though. That's right. That's the difference. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. It's a, it's well, a nearly more... in every relationship, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There and, are some exceptions. And that's why it's catastrophic when it breaks down. Yeah. Whereas you can lose a friend and... It doesn't quite feel as catastrophic mm, mm. Uh, catastrophic as a relationship breakup or a parent dying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where it's just no more there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's back to the advantages of friendship. Okay. Yeah. That's great. And how to stay a good friend. Yeah, staying a good friend. Okay. So I think we're moving towards the hope section, but there was one question that actually came in during the week because I had a bit of an Instagram story going. Um, asking questions about friendship. How can I make friends? And interestingly, this came from someone uh, of a, um, an older generation too, because people are moving around so much yeah. these days yeah. and it's really hard because they're feeling displaced. I mean, we're not yeah. moving around as much with COVID and I guess that's an advantage of COVID um, because we can really invest in the friendships and relationships we have. But yeah, so so does yeah, this move you, into the hope section? Oh, yeah. oh well, well it, it does and it's, it's, it's a good point, but one of the disadvantages of the COVID time is we're not out on the streets playing with our neighbours, no, are we? No, exactly. Right? <laughs> we're isolated inside the house. Whereas, That's right. Um, you know, in the 60s and the 70s and long before that. Yeah, you we're know, out we're playing and having those playing, conversations. Having those conversations, playing the games, yeah. making imaginary stories, yeah. okay? And when, yeah. Fighting imaginary battles, playing soccer games, for goodness sake, or whatever else. Yeah, right? yeah. Or, or in cafes and, and the restaurants where we it's connect. It's not yeah. a good idea to play soccer in a restaurant. <laughs> In a restaurant or in a cafe. Okay, I tried it once, got kicked out. Okay. He does like soccer. Okay, all right. So let's talk about that in the hope section. And what other practicals do you have for us? How can I make friends? Because this is cross-generational. We all need to have some techniques of how to go deeper in our friendships, how to be a good friend and to yeah. make friends. Yeah. yeah, so the number one thing is common ground. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, even if you're in conflict with somebody, mm. If you know they love cats and you love cats, mm -hmm. then talk about cats. Yeah, yeah. All right? Because the more time spent talking about common ground, the more time that you're just together and there's no argument yeah. that you're actually feeling good together, you yeah. go, well, you know what? I, I, I feel good with this person. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And whatever the common ground is, if it is politics, religion, a sport, a game, a movie, it, it doesn't matter what. Common mm -hmm. ground is the initial thing, okay? Mm -hmm. But if you want to go a bit deeper, yeah. all right, then you actually show that this person is not there just for their common ground, okay? Mm -hmm. That you actually care about them. Mm -hmm. And that just means little things like, hey, saying, I really like our time together, mm -hmm. all right? Mm -hmm. And of course, if it gets deeper, then you've got to get more vulnerable, all yeah, right? Yeah. And then you... You keep working on the friendship till you get to a point where you go, okay, the person doesn't want to go past here. Okay. Right? Uh, try to accept that, right? <laughs> okay. Just just leave it and then yeah. put control in their hands, mm. right? So the hope is that the brain naturally wants to have friendships. Mm. Yeah. The hope is that friendship is the least complicated relationship that we have, mm. right? Because there are hardly any expectations, all right? We allow each other's autonomy. There's oodles of respect there, and it's not under pressure, okay? A friend is not there to fulfill so many of your needs yeah, yeah, yeah. as your parents are, yeah, yeah. okay? Or your love partner is. Yeah. So you can be a bit more easygoing with it. Yeah. And just enjoy the friendship. Yeah. Great. Okay. And uh, challenge. The challenge, challenge, yes. The challenge is to get in contact with somebody that should be your friend, right? That should be your friend. Okay. So you talked about getting in contact with past friends. Yeah, well, that's, that, but, that's part of it. But, but should be a friend. That's, that's really good. That's okay. a reaching out. Uh, that, that's reaching out. Okay. And this comes from uh, palliative care nurses yeah. who take care of people that are aging mm. and they're going to leave this earth. Mm. All right. Mm. And... They find out what the regrets are of this of, of people. So this is you this can is, this, is this. Yeah, yes. This, this is, yeah. is uh, this is there's a study on the regrets of people who are about to die, mm. and one of the highest regrets that people have is not keeping contact with old friends. Wow. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. You, you you imagine you're you're just at the end of your life. You're summing up to see how it's all gone. Yeah. You sort of go. You know what? I spent a bit too much time watching Netflix series rather than being with a friend, mm. okay? Or I spent too much time making money 
and not enough time making friends. Or building my career, yeah. That, that's right. Mm. Uh, or I had a good friend and you know what? I let it go. Mm. Why did I do that? Mm. Right? Mm. That's called a regret. So mm. I'm letting people know that friendship is one of the areas of regret if you don't have it. But while you're still around, <laughs> you can do something about that. So the challenge is to rekindle a relationship yeah. or if there's somebody that you could get on well with, mm. all right, just to go that extra step mm. to sort of say, hey, do you want to just share this? Or yeah, yeah, finding that epithumia like, so that common yeah. ground and then connecting with them at that level first. Yeah. yeah, because here's a secret. If you feel scared of making a relationship, so do they, all right? <laughs> We've all been there. And if you want to make a friendship, so do they, all right? <laughs> so you've actually got to get past that wall yeah. that we both feel. And if that wall can come down slowly and carefully and you go, oh, we do have common ground, we do actually enjoy each other. That feels wonderful. It's mm. one of the most wonderful feelings life has to offer. It is. It is. That's mm. a good note to finish our discussion on. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. A little bit of housekeeping and then we've got a very special song, friendship song. Friendship song. Um, uh, at the end. So um, if you like this discussion, um, please like and um, subscribe to our channel and tell people about it. But if you uh, like what we're talking about with the seven love types particularly, so Christian, we're referring often to the seven love types and that's from Christian's um, book called The Seven Love Types, Navigating Love in a Fractured World. Um, and that's available on Amazon. But if you'd like a, a chapter, just a free chapter, you can join our email list. And we talk a lot about preventative mental health. You'll only get an email once a week about um, some, some, some deeper things about preventative deeper mental health, actually, so. um, that we've just started, actually. So you can go onto our website and do all of that. That's all the links and everything are there. But look, we're really glad that you joined us. And go deeper with your friend, friendships. And one thing I'd like to say is, Hold on to the ropes of your real friendships because they're what keep you in life. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, Caroline's referring to something that I often talk about when I give lectures on suicide. Yeah. Uh, because uh, sometimes this life can feel like you are swimming alone in a big ocean, all right? Every person you know, including friends, is like a rope that you're hanging on to. Yeah. If you cut off a friendship, you've cut off one of your ropes. Mm. If you cut off from your family, you've cut off another one of your ropes. Yeah. If you cut off too many ropes, you're swimming alone, okay? Yeah. And I don't want that for anybody. No, no, no. It's so important to hold on to those ropes. Yeah. Yeah, especially in our society at the moment where we're feeling a bit disconnected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Anyway, let's go on um, and let's do some music. Let's do some music. All right. The music, music for today is, th there are a lot of, wonderful wonderful friendship songs and i'm sure that you have your favorite mm. as we all have our favorite i have chosen this one it is carol king's you've got a friend because it had a revival in 2014 yes with the broadway musical beautiful, beautiful. why was this musical a hit I think because it's based on Carole King's early life yeah. and particularly on songs from her album Tapestry. Mm. Now, this is an amazing album for the reason that oh, Carole King just writes honest songs. Mm. The honesty in each of her songs is just overwhelming. Mm. And she will take life situations and just write about it honestly. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're doing something different with uh, Carol King's song, You've Got a Friend. It will sound different. It'll be faster. It'll have a different feel. But uh, we're being true to the words. I haven't changed any of these words of Carol King's, but I have added these little ideas that I have of what makes a true friend. Yeah. So Carol King's You've Got a Friend.
your money, your looks, or your personality. A real friend doesn't lead you into harm. A real friend always wants what's best for you. Dr. Caroline Heim and Dr. Christian Heim for Late Night Love. We'll see you next week.